warning, due to adult subject matter and strong graphic language the Adrian Lozano show could be deemed offensive for any and all persons. You have been warned. Now enjoy the Adrian Lozano show. Lozano show. Let me beep telephone. The place to call your own. Well, the facts are still unknown. It's the Adrian Lozano show. Hey, how's it going? Friendly neighborhood Adrian Lozano here. Little friendly, little under the influence. I just might be a little bit under the influence. I'm heavily influenced. I'm so heavily influenced right now. You can see it. You can see it. Okay, so how are you doing today? I hope you are doing well. I'm doing, as you can hear, finger snapping good. I believe that uh, this... Little old mouth breather here got himself a couple of new subscribers and a couple of new listeners. <laughs> very awesome. Very, very awesome. Okay, so um, first and foremost, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for coming back if you are coming back. Thank you so much. You are very much appreciated. You get appreciated like nobody's fucking business over here. Over here, over here. We got dots in here. So, I hope you're ready for today's episode. It's gonna be a doozy. Okay, so, episode 40. Yeah, four zero. How about that way to go, my man? I don't think he's done anything 40 times, like ever. So today's episode will feature a special guest. That special guest is Terrence. Flowers. Professional Star Wars fan, professional amateur gamer, and super amazing friend. The topics discussed in today's episode will be the following. Star Wars Battlefront. Portable game consoles. Star Wars Rebels. The Last Jedi. As always, this is a podcast intended for the purposes of humor. Use it wisely, my friend. Okay, so, how are you doing today? I'm doing fucking great. I've got a fucking kick-ass episode for you. I'm so excited. I'm swearing unconditionally. Meaning I got no conditions here. A little shampoo, but no conditions. Anyway, this is going to be a great fucking episode. Let me tell you uh, a little bit about this episode. If this is your first time finding the show, you really picked a doozy. This one's not only hilarious, it's loaded with somebody that knows their shit. I'm talking about my great friend, Terrence Flowers. A little history about me and Terrence. We met in 1996. And uh, hung out for quite some time and then went off, lived our lives, and kind of reconnected. This is the one and only Adrian Marcus Lozano with my good buddy, Mr. Terrence Flowers. Terrence, say what's up. Hola, como estas? That is him. Now, Terrence, I have to ask you a very serious question, Terrence. Very serious. What's up? What was the last video game? Console. You bought a uh, Nintendo Switch. Wow. I have a problem where <laughs> I keep buying consoles for like one or two games every cycle. <laughs> so I have every game, every I have every console, every console cycle. 
like, but I don't buy them all at once. I buy, I buy them out like two year intervals. Okay. What was your, what was your favorite system? Um, Let's, yeah, like all, of all time. Like, what was your favorite? What was the system that gave you the most joy? It's a really close call between the Game Boy Cube or the GameCube and the Xbox One. Wow. Actually, no retraction. Xbox 360. <laughs> Xbox One was a great game. It was a great console, but I didn't really understand what Xbox Live was at the time. Mm. So like, I just play games by myself, like I always did. Or somebody would come over and we'd, you know, controller it up. And then you know, this is, this is the, the dark times before the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it took me a while to get on that train because I'm used to like dial up. Where if you want to get online, you gotta. You can't call nobody. Dude, my, my ringtone, when like when you call me, like you call me right now, my ringtone is the dial-up ringtone. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, it took me forever to be like, wait, it, I can get on the internet? <laughs> and still use my phone? What do you mean? So, yeah, I was, I was a kind of old fogey at a young age, but now I'm, I'm with the technologies. I communicate mostly in memes. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, folks. As, uh, as a close personal friend of his, I'll ask him, how's his day going? I get four memes. That's all. Just meme it up. My girlfriend hates it. She's like, I don't understand memes! <laughs> Read them. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, what uh, what system did you hate? What system would you enjoy the least? What system were you like, I'd rather go outside and play? Oh. Ooh, that's a hard one. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say a system just made me hate it. I, the system that uh, it took me a while to warm up to is Xbox One. Wow, for me it was Dreamcast. I hated Dreamcast. Any like I never the owned Sega Dream, yeah. So, I I got a, it was a hand me down Dreamcast. That's how bad it was. That's pretty bad. Yeah, and I hated it. Uh, every time I played a game, it was just terrible. It was not fun. Um, well, I'd, I'd have to say, um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure my mom has like back in the old console wars. Like, I'm pretty sure my mom had like this diehard hatred of Sega. She was straight up Nintendo all the way. Nice. Um, but she loves the original Nintendo. For some odd reason, that's the only game system we had in the house that wasn't portable. With the Duck Hunt and the yeah. Metroid and the... We didn't get a new system in the house until the 64 came out. That was... Oh my god, I loved the 64. So, like, I'd have to go to other people's houses to play fucking whatever. <laughs> like, hey man, you got Super Nintendo? Can I play? And they're like, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> so like, I had all the portable systems. Um, I did too. I had a Game Gear and a Game Boy, and that's it. <laughs> Game Gear, Game Boy, a Tiger Gamecom. Wow. That was the first... I don't even remember that. <laughs> it is the first touchscreen video game system. No shit. I want you to know that first touchscreen, four shades of gray. <laughs> no color, but you could touch the screen all you want. It had a stylus. You could hold two cartridges at the same time. <laughs> So you could switch between two games. Yeah, so you could take one out and then pop the other one in. You no, didn't have to worry about. You didn't have to take them out. You, you put them both in at the same time. No you shit. You could switch. Oh, just like a, like a button. Yeah, you go back to the main menu, switch another game. Oh, you didn't even have to like outside button, all touch screen. Yeah. Wow. And then you could, if you just while you're playing the one game, you could pull out the other cartridge and slap another one in there. That's uh. That shit was before its time. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Tiger Gamecom. If you never seen it and you never touch one, if you see it at a yard sale, buy it. Wow. Put it in your hands and realize, like, wow. <laughs> Put it in <laughs> I've never, I'm, you know what? Honestly, straight up, I've never fucking heard of that. Yeah. Never heard of a Tiger Game. I've heard of a Virtual Boy. Virtual Boy. <laughs> shit. Terrible. <laughs> terrible thing. But yeah, I'm, I'm saying, for real. A Tiger Game Tiger com. Game Com. Wow. Um, I remember Tiger. They, they were the ones that did, like, those little small, like, pocket animal games, weren't they? Yeah. 
I'm, I'm thinking correctly. Like yes. they were the ones that had like pet oh. pockets or whatever. It's one also, the Street Fighter game that had like only four buttons. It yes. only had two buttons, and then it had like a directional pad. Yep. Uh, yeah. That's, that's one of those weird things where if you didn't know, you missed it. And yeah. It was, it was so pivotal to me in like uh, in like gaming history, like because nobody really knew about it. And like, it'd be so many times I'm sitting there just playing it, uh, and people would be like, "What is that? Is that a Game Boy?" And I'm like, "Game Boy, get out of here with this shit, Game Boy, piece of shit, <laughs> you noob." They're like, "Oh, where's your Game Gear at?" I'm like, "Oh, you mean the battery drainer?" Yeah, that motherfucker was. You had to basically just sit with it plugged in if you wanted to fucking. Like, I'd be so fucking mad. Like, I'm my grandma. Thank God she she's loved Costco ever since it's been a thing. She'd have like like little packs of twenty fours of double A's. And every time I went to her house, I'd just steal one. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that would last me for three days. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, Tiger Gamecom. Um, that, was, that was like my all-time, it was going to stay in my heart. Wow, it's going to stay in your heart. I'm pretty sure I have it in a box in my house somewhere. I have to go figure wow, out. Wow, really? Like, oh, uh, yeah, dude, that's definitely post-worthy, dude. You got to fucking bust that out and take a picture of that. I would, love, uh, I would just love to see you sending me that picture. Because uh, I don't even know what it is. I'm going to Google it after I fucking... Yeah, man, that's, that's one of those weird things. Um... Okay, so I don't fancy myself as much of a gamer. I've played games, you know... I'll, I'll leave it at that. I've played games. Games were played by me. Got that? Squared away. Cool. All right. So, what kind of games do I like? Basically, I like a Tetris. Give me a Tetris. I'm happy. I used to be happy with a Solitaire, but, you know, what are you going to do? For the most part, uh, I think my favorite system might be the 64. It's probably the 64. I loved uh, me some... Fucking Mario Kart and GoldenEye. GoldenEye was, uh, even though I was terrible at it at first, I got better and better by the time it was no longer uh, deemed appropriate to be playing that. And I'm talking like, I was like 28, and they were like, really, you need to stop. But um, other than that, I asked Terrence a couple of questions about video games. And, well, he's an expert on that too. I mean... Blew me away, his knowledge of video games. It's one of those things that... Okay, here's an example of me and how I relate to a game. The Captain America game. Do you remember that Captain America game? Does anybody remember that fucking game? Anybody? I'm looking at you in the back. You know? You. There, yes, you. It's called Captain America Super Soldier. It came out on all these different uh, what-have-you systems. Or whatever. All I know is I downloaded uh, the movie to watch. Like, I pulled it up on my YouTube and sat there and watched the entire thing because I wanted to see another Captain America movie. I'm a huge fan of animated movies. They fucking rock. I love me some animated movies. So, to me, all the cutscenes, when they put those together as a movie, I think it fucking rocks. I enjoy that. I'd much rather watch that than engage in 20, 30 hours of gameplay. I don't have that time. I don't have that luxury of time. But yet I have the time to watch a, you know, five, six hour animated movie about the game. It's, I don't know if it's, 
I don't know really what it is other than the cinematic factor. I want to see an animated movie that, you know, I mean, yeah, I get it that I can control it if I play it, but that's a little too much responsibility. I'll just watch the story. People worked really hard to make these cutscenes. Yeah, I know not all of them are the best, but they are, without a doubt, a story. And sometimes they're a great fucking story. I mean, cats are fighting over these stories. But... I digress. Find out what my buddy... Really, find out how my buddy schooled me on video games when it came to a little company called... Uh, back to the video games. Yeah. <laughs> what really, really broke my trust with the whole... Broke your trust. Guys, that's like a betrayal. It really is. What was it? What was the system? Uh, it wasn't a system. It was a, a, it was a company. Oh, the company, wow. The company was Electronic Arts because they don't care about games. They care about shareholders. They don't care about the, the players. They're just out there to make as much money as they can selling you some garbage. And these are the cats that are responsible for like EA Sports and shit like that, right? Yeah, this is back. Uh, so you, you can't. So they're still banking on people remembering EA back when they didn't, when they were still like, EA, challenge everything. EA Sports. Yeah, I remember. Now like, it's EA, open your wallet. Oh, wow. And, Can I kill the... Oh, yeah, man. Turn down. I'm sorry. Oh, I was like... You're pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> for the listeners, I am sweating up a storm here. My buddy's uh, quite calm and cool and all. Like Yeah, I like being hot. I'm not really a fan of the cold anymore. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but, I like that middle temperature. That's where I'm at. Well, it's so hard to find that middle temperature because you set things to 72 in the winter. And people are like, oh, man, I'm kind of cold. Let's bring it up to 75. And then, I, there's no readout and in then here. The summer, <laughs> in the summertime, you set it to 72, and they're like, oh, it's so hot. For the listener, it's like 90 oh, degrees in this car I'm that like, we're in. I'm like, wait, it's 72 degrees. Keep it the same all fucking <laughs> People drop the fucking temperature down to like 60, and I'm like, I am colder <laughs> than I was in the winter in my house. And that should not be a thing. <laughs> And I find myself dadding it up with the fucking thermostat, walking out there. Don't like, you touch this! Who touched the thermostat? I'm hot! Like, take some clothes off. I'm cold. Put some clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> you just told me to. Keep yourself busy. Where's sweatpants at? Right. I don't want to wear sweatpants, so I guess you're going to be cold. <laughs> um, okay, so give me... Uh, that's funny. Give me an example of how... How they're all about the shareholders, because I'm not a big game. Like, I've played EA games, but this is a while back. Like, um, I think I played some basketball game they did that I was terrible at. But uh, it was fun, and it made me laugh. But I don't... I Show me, give me an example of how they're just for shareholders. I oh, mean, all right. So anybody who's in the know, this is the perfect example. Because <laughs> it's been beaten to death over and over again. Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, wow. Okay. Lay it on me, because I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So or at least you, I was. If you played the old Battlefront, you know... What it was, you know what it is. If you play any of the old Star Wars games, then you, anything that was on 64, I played. If it was on 64, it was probably a decent game. Um, if you got that up, one. if you got up to the Xbox version, PlayStations, uh, let's go with like uh, Jedi Knight Outcast. Let's go with uh, Rogue Squadron. Okay. Let's go with the uh, the the original Battlefronts from Pandemics. Let's go with Pandemic Studios. Pandemic made great Star Wars games. Even the crappy ones 
Like the the free Clone Wars game that came with the original Xbox, it was like in there. Like you bought Xbox, they just gave you the Clone Wars game. It was in your Xbox. Oh, it was like a, like when you bought the the sixty four, they got the Mario game. Yeah, like it was included. It was just it was, it was included in the game. Like yeah. You didn't have to pay no extra, nothing. You just you bought the system. Hey, there's a disc in there with two games. On awesome! It. I don't have to fucking go out and buy oh, something. Slight. And yeah, you play. It. Eventually, everybody played it at least once because you're like, ah, whatever. Why not? Let me slap it in there. Yeah. And like, I got bored. I didn't. Feel, I didn't have the money to buy any new games. I played it, and it was it was it was rough. But it's still better. That crappy game is still better than the Battlefront that's out right now. I will really? take that to the bank. Like, the mechanics, like, the graphics were terrible, but the mechanics were intuitive and easy. Like, you could get, you could hop in that game and you could figure it out. The, the lightsaber combat made sense. Was it a lightsaber that cut through things, or was it just like a glowing stick? So, I mean, you got to think about it. This is like 1990s graphics. So it's just a glowing stick. Yeah, a glowing stick. (laughs) It looked like you were squinting your eyes at a glow stick from like 20 meters away. Like, what is that? (laughs) I want want a a Star Wars. When you smack somebody with it, they'd cut themselves in half. They'd have like little weird. No way, it would cut? Yeah, you'd have have like little cutting effects. Okay. And like they... Like they had like simple animations. Like each each character would have their own animation. Like when they do their thing, they go through it. But it it made sense. Like you can be like you can move with it. If you moved a different way, they do a different animation. Oh wow! So you play the the new Battlefront, and I'm I'm watching it. Uh, like I when I played it, their their animations look like you're doing like a weird Steven Seagal like demonstration. Are you like ha ha? You can't see me, folks. But just imagine like. The most hammiest acting, like you're doing a, like you got a broomstick and you're just kind of chopping away at a tree as dumb, dumbly as you think. Like you're like, ha, ha, Tommy Rizzoing it up. We're, we're in, we're in the room right now. We're, we're disaster artist level. This nice. Terrible. Oh, yeah. But not anyway. so terrible as good. It's terrible. You want to reach out and just slap somebody because you paid $60 for this nonsense. Wow. There's no content. So there's no story mode. Wait. There's no galactic conquest. The so, things that came with your freaking original Battlefront and that were like, you played it, there was a story. There's a reason the 501st followed Vader. There's a reason you were over here invading Naboo. Yeah, it was a little cutscene with in game graphics, but it looked good. <laughs> and now you're just like, hey, we're invading this planet. And instead of, like, being vehicles that you could just run up to and hop in, you have to get these stupid-ass star cards, and you have to get a power-up, and you have to spawn into it. So if you're like, hey, I have enough points to fly an X-Wing. You can't fly that X-Wing until somebody kills you. (laughs) So you're like, why? It's not like... Why can't I just get in the X-Wing that I have the credits for? It's not even like that. It's like the original one. An X-Wing would just spawn, and whoever got to it first got to fly it. The end. Oh, you would just, like, go to it? Yeah, you'd just be like, hey, they'd be like, they'd just be, this is, this is a... I like you said it would just spawn, like it just manifests out of nothing. It would manifest. You'd just be sitting there, and then you could just, like, still stand there. And just watch it come and out. It wouldn't come out of anything. It would just appear. Oh, nice. And you're like, ah, let me hop in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> this thing that just popped up. But they have designated spots, so you're not just like in the middle of a battlefield, like all of a sudden an X-wing just like in front of your fucking face. They're like, right. you have your spawn, huh? spawn points, spawn points. You're right. You have X-wings. You have fucking what spawn it, points. That sounds crazy. So whatever era you were fighting as, Empire, you know, Rebels, Republic, CIS. Uh, they don't have Old Republic. 
But anyway, the new one has like the first order and the resistance. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to go into that because uh, JJ, he makes really nice flashy movies, but his stories literally don't make sense. Well, hello there. You are currently listening to the Adrian Lozano Show, and you're even listening to Adrian Lozano himself. I just wanted to let you know a little bit about how this whole thing goes down with the next conversation you're about to hear. So I consider myself knowledgeable. I know I say so a lot, but, you know, whatever. I consider myself knowledgeable on various assortment of things, but specifically, I like to pride myself on comics, and, well, the vast knowledge I have for comics, Terrence also possesses, however, the difference is, the novels I read were more Stephen King, he he has read every Star Wars novel, I think, has ever been printed, that being said, he's a huge Star Wars fan, he's a massive Star Wars fan. Me being a comic book fan, you know, Superman fighting Vader. That's my scene, baby. Um, of course, Superman wins. But whatever. Going on. Moving on. Moving on. Next step. Since I hardly ever get to see Terrence, and I really wanted to extract this information from him about his feelings and thoughts on this franchise that has gone so, so horribly awry. Uh, yeah, I added another so. Anyway, it's just, it was intense to watch him. I almost wish I had videotaped his reactions because it did, there was several, like, grimaces of what looked to be, like, pain, maybe internal. You know, it just, it, it provided him a lot of discomfort, uh, <laughs> drudging up these memories. And um, once I got started on it, I couldn't backpedal out of it. It was just something that I had to... Pursue further because, man, I um, I really just I wanted his his feedback on this because it's like you don't it you know I guess the cliche of like does this taste bad remember that like it's been in every every time somebody's drinks something like oh this you know this milk or whatever tastes bad does this taste bad to you and it's like oh yeah it tastes horrible and they pass it back and forth that old thing uh, I wanted to see if a, a hardcore Star Wars fan. Felt the same way, you know, because, and you'll find out how he feels. So, enjoy. What is your favorite Star Wars movie? Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Wow. I'd have to go there. Empire Strikes Back. I, I like Empire. It was a good movie, but I love how Revenge of the Sith actually brings the, the prequels into the fold. Like, it actually lays a good groundwork for, like, Why? Why is he Darth Vader? I mean, you see he's a little fucking temperamental asshole, but so? Sand. It gets everywhere. <laughs> Sand. So I've coarse. I've loved you yeah. since I've first seen you, Padme. <laughs> <laughs> you see the pain in Ewan McGregor's eyes when he cuts them down. Fucking both legs, dude. He's so pained that he can't even finish the job. We're the chosen one. Yeah, that's some hardcore like, and shit. I, I had to, when I saw that, I had to actually think about what if I actually had to cut down a friend, a friend that I thought of that as you, like, that a, you helped bring to adulthood. Like, like so, you trained him, like you took him under your wing. 
And I was then like, he got to cut his legs, both of them. I'm like, could I do it? I've got the high ground. And I, 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 I had a call. I had a coming to Jesus. Something I couldn't do it. Wow. Like, so Obi Wan's <laughs> a, a bigger man for fucking doing that because yeah. he went there. He would have died. I feel like he would have gotten killed. Yeah, because he straight up begged Yoda's like, I can't do it. Let yeah. me, let me fight the Emperor. And Yoda's like, No. No. You, like, baby, this is big leagues. You can't, you can't handle this dude. <laughs> I would have loved to hear Yoda. <laughs> Big leagues, this is baby. <laughs> you know, just straight up looking like this dude just took out Mace Windu and like three other motherfuckers you don't even care about. Yeah. <laughs> like, you really need to get on. Took this. out like for real. Great, so, great. Took out great Kool Aid lifesaver. Sabers out. Great Kool Aid is dead. And you want to go up there? He said he wasn't. He's like, you know, you never see me die. We see you go out a window. <laughs> Like, it's like, what, how many stories up? Uh, you know what, and, and, for the and long, that was like, how many years ago? For the longest time, I held out hope. I, I was like, you know what, maybe. Ma- really? Maybe. I was like, not not Mace Windu come back. Maybe he's just winning the hiding. He was so fucked up from the fall that he just couldn't really do anything. He comes out and he's the Sam Jackson and, from... No, uh, not even the Sam Jackson. Not, not no fucking... No, he's the Sam Jackson from, uh, what is it? Captain uh, Marvel shit. <laughs> no, no but, no, but he's the Sam Jackson from, uh, was that, uh... Uh, Django Unchained. Yeah. Where he's got the little tufts of hair. It's like, it's like what and happened like, to you? Even, just like, just, just something to, for like, he just stayed in the the underworld of Kurosan because you can stay down, and the like, Kurosan has been around for millennia. They've just been building on top of building. So in the in the extended universe, there really is a whole underworld down there. Like, I I wish that this new and you couldn't go. This is why I was so mad when Disney was like, hey, all that ex- all this. All this lore and knowledge that we just have handed to us on a plate, we can do anything we want with. We're gonna create a bunch of new stuff. Yeah, throw it out. Fucking and like, sure. it was so sad. They threw it all out, and then, oh, and they realized that. that they were terrible at making their own shit up because they did the whole. All right, so the war with the Empire ended a year after Return of the Jedi, and then for thirty years, nothing happened. And then somehow... I'd like to see those fucking 30 years of nothing happening because I'm pretty sure some shit went down. And then I'm like, and then somehow, somehow, we were right back to where we started. And I'm like, well, I'm like, we're so far back to where we started that we're still using TIE Fighters, even though TIE Fighters were outdated in Return of the Jedi. Where are the TIE Interceptors at? Where are they? Do not tell me that they they went back to the same shitty design... (laughs) Just for nostalgia, no. I won't tell you that. I won't tell you that. Like at least the X wings, at least X wings kind of look like they were upgraded a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, they look dumb as fuck. I don't even understand the whole half moon engine shit. That doesn't make sense. Really doesn't. I really don't. For the for the listeners, we're both shrugging our shoulders right now, palms up, like we don't either. Either one of us know. But then you're going back to like, oh, we have Tie Fighters, but now they're white. I'm like, that's dumb. I I assume you're caught up, right? You've seen everything. I've seen them all. As much I as solo uh, solo movie. I haven't seen I that. Finally watched Solo, and you know what? Solo is not a bad movie. I have another uh, other friend was telling me that too. That you know, it's it's it gets a lot of shit for it, but it's well, not that the bad. The fact is, it wouldn't be a bad movie if it wasn't called Star Wars. If it was just, <laughs> it, or or you know what? If it was a Star Wars movie, but if it wasn't about Han so, Solo, like it was just another. Dude. If it was just like Rogue One, where like it was I love Rogue a One, separate. Thing happening in Star Wars. Yes, I love Rogue but they One. They slapped Solo on it, and then they slapped all this fucking. Remember this? Remember this? You see this? You see this? I'm like, if anybody looked at Star Wars, they would literally think that the Millennium Falcon was the only fucking freighter in the entire galaxy. Yeah. And I'm just like, 
no, there's no reason for that. There's, Not that ship. It's garbage. Garbage will have to do. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's another thing because, <laughs> like, this is so sad because there's literally a whole series about the adventures of Han Solo from childhood to adulthood, and Disney owns the rights to these things. Mm-hmm. Can you know this? Because they took Th- Grand Grand Admiral Thrawn is from the EU that they threw out, and they pulled his ass back, and they used him. They even got the original author who created that character to rewrite the character. And the new Thrawn books, are st- they're made by Timothy Zahn. The guy he who created... created Grand Admiral Thrawn. Holy shit. The fucking Black Fleet, the Black Fleet Crisis, the whole... When he came back from the Unknown Regions, and he saw the Empire had fallen, and he basically beat the shit out of the New Republic, all the way up to the point when he was winning the final battle, the Republic was on his last legs, and his bodyguard killed him. Oh my god. And that's why the Empire lost. Like, I never do that. And I'm just like, you had this beautifully set up scenario. And you take this guy out, and you put him in this stupid cartoony rebels, and he's being beaten down by some fucking who doesn't fit in anywhere. Where is this kid at? Where, where? Who is this kid? Oh, Ezra Bridger. He was trained by a Jedi Padawan, and I'm like, how? See now, now y'all are you're just shitting in your own cereal at this point because where was he? Who who was he? I mean, I, like it's bad enough. Like I'm 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 stretching for Ahsoka because I like her as a character. I didn't at first when I watched the original the Clone Wars series. I was like. Eh. And then I, I saw what they were building, and I was like, all right, I'll give you to this. I'll give it to you. She's a good character. And the way that they, they had her leave, she left before the purge. She's like, I'm done with the Jedi. You guys are hypocritical, and you're full of shit. I'm out. And she left. She was just gone. She rolled out, did her own thing, and she came back for the Rebels thing, whatever. And they're like, where have you been? What happened? She's like, I was doing my own thing. Like, like the, some some agents of the Empire finally found me, they tried to kill me, I killed them, I took their lightsabers, that's why I have lightsabers again, and I've just been like chilling, doing my own thing, and then I saw that the imp- what the Empire was, I came out of hiding, I saw what was going on, and I decided to do something about it, and I was like, this is a, this, like, alright, points to Disney, you're, you're doing something right. <laughs> something, one thing, out of several wrong things. You took things. your shit sandwich, and you put some fresh tomatoes on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's still a shit sandwich, it's still a shit sandwich. But at least there's fresh tomatoes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, well, that's well, that's that's so deep. That's fucking because that's those are characters that I barely have um, a tangible grasp on. Because all that Clone Wars stuff and all that Rebel stuff, it's it's not unobtainable. But I'm the news sources that I get gives me the info on it. Oh yeah, it's um, it's so fucking ridiculous, man. I I can't. I can't. Like it, it's it pains me, and it it all started with Disney buying out LucasArts and just doing all this dumb shit. They got they, there was literally five separate Star Wars games set to come out in 2012, and mm, Disney, I don't remember. No, they they were all they were ready. they were they were said to come, but never set, did. They were like so Disney bought LucasArts in 2011. No, they bought the whole thing. Right? They bought Lucasfilm. They bought um, Lucas Lucasfilm. LucasArts. LucasArts. Um, ILM still, I think, I believe ILM, George Lucas still owns ILM. I don't know. I'd have to Google it, but, yeah, but, look at but it. I know that they bought pretty much all of his shit, like yeah. almost everything that he had. He sold it for like $7 billion. Yeah. I'm like, 
that was a fucking steal because I'd have made them paid seventy billion. I'm like, and they could have. I'm like, my dude, this is Star Wars. Not only that, this, this is, is more, Disney. This is more recognizable is than Jesus. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, Jesus would kill to be as recognizable as Star Wars. And like, it is. It's so sad. So EA got the somehow EA got the exclusive rights to make Star Wars games, and they took that. They took the golden goose egg. And that is Star Wars. Threw games. it on the ground and they rubbed their feet in it and they're like scrambled eggs. Mm. And then people, I'm I'm sorry to say, people are still stupid. <laughs> that's not going to change, Terrence. I hate to break this to you, but and, that's you not going to change. I know, I know it's not going to change. <laughs> it'll, it'll take a point for even dumb. At a point, even stupid people will be like. Well, this is the shit sandwich. Why am I still eating this? I mean, the tomatoes are good. After but... their fourteenth shit sandwich, maybe they're gonna realize my breath stinks. Mm. Mm. So right now, I'm at the point where, when when I talk about it, people are like, "Well, this isn't for you." I'm I'm one of those people where they're they're like angrily just like trying to paint me as some fucking dickhead. Like, we're not making this for you. We're making this for them. I'm like, you know, you, you can make it for kids. I don't care. Like those little stupid ass one off cartoons that they're doing right now. I know that's not for me. I know for a fact it's not for me. What I have a problem with is it's it's sloppy work. Mm. It like when even I, if it is for kids, this isn't good enough for my kids. Yeah, like, it really is. Like when I think about when I was growing up, I, I was reading these Star Wars books. They were well written. They had yeah. There's some continuity errors between the comics and the actual books. See, and I've read more comics than I have actual novels. So like I know when I've read the comics, I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> and like that's just something that you have to get used to in the comic book world. Yeah. That's just the way it is. That that is that is a big part of So that's why you have the amazing Spider Man and the astonishing Spider Man. Yeah, spectacular Spider Man. So you have multiple takes on the same character because exactly. that's just the way comic books work. Sometimes you have to redo it and and also keep what you got going on, but you've also got this other version. And that's, I think, what the movies are eventually going to become. The, the New 52. And like, oh, oh, I love the New 52 run. Oh. I was willing to let it go because I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know what, maybe. But no, I'm watching this shit. <laughs> maybe. And it's fucking... For the listeners, he's got some really rowdy hand gestures. He's, he is so, like, his patience is paper thin. He's like, maybe. Both of his hands are up in a defensive pose. But it's just so, so sad to watch, like, a beloved franchise... Literally take a nosedive into the dirt, and like and like when I was watching the Last Jedi, that that was the final straw for me. For oh me. God, it's so, so like, bad. When I played the Star Wars so Battlefront. It was terrible. There's no content. It was basically just you bought to play a multiplayer game. That's all you're doing. It's it. It's it. If you if you want to play offline, you can play. Which Battlefront was that one? Is that the one with that ship that it was like a glitch where that ship would come down and then like it would freeze? You're trying to bring down a destroyer like an a, a, an Empire ship and it fucking would crash. No, that's a that's the Force Unleashed. Okay, are you sure? That's yes. A, okay. Where you you pull the Star Destroyer down with the Force. Yes. That's the Force Unleashed. Okay. Which that's another gripe I have. So we know that it's possible to make good Star Wars games. The Force Unleashed. The only problem with that game is it was too short. Hmm. Like, it was actually had good mechanics. It had a good story. I'm like, I'm like, wow. And, and you know, the, the saddest part is, is Disney, with its picking and choosing, like, it'll, it, they straight up, like, Knights of the Old Republic is not a thing anymore. But, with their little mobile games, they put all the characters from Knights of the Republic in the mobile game. But I thought it wasn't a thing anymore. <laughs> like, if it's... Like, <laughs> like, I remember James was telling me about this shit, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. And I looked at it, and I'm like, and Disney, that's one thing, I, you see Disney's backpedaling. 
because they're 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 putting because of the the the, the, the feedback the, fans, and the backlash. The fans are starting to get fed up, so the stupid people are starting to realize that they're being sold shit, and they're they're react. So instead of me, the fringes, whatever. Oh, you're just the fringe. We're like, no, now now you're made. Like, you know how hardcore we are. You're like, fucking. You've watered it down so much that people can't taste the lemonade anymore. It's yeah. just tangy water. So now they're like barely tangy. What the fuck is this? And now Disney's like. Oh, you remember this flavor? And they're they're pulling out old games. They're pulling out old IPs. They're, they're trying to do anything they can to, to get the nostalgia factor back in. Yeah, I feel like they fucking botched Star Wars so hard. Oh, when the last Jedi came out and they saw how... The reaction? They saw the first. They were like, oh, you just don't like it because you're a misogynist and you're no, sexist. No, it's fucking terrible. And like, people are straight up like... This is a terrible fucking story. Yeah. <laughs> there's, what are there's, you doing? There's no way around it. That's I'm it. like, sure. You know what? I can believe that Luke Skywalker would be so jaded and so heartbroken that everything he built came down like a fucking uh, wicker man with gasoline on it. Just yeah, gone. 100%. I can believe that 100%. Yeah. But you're going to tell me that this nobody from nowhere... <laughs> oh my god! I fucking hate. Like I can't stand that she's a nobody from nowhere. And I Why? You know what? And I don't care. I don't care the fact that she's nobody. It's great. You know you, you're trying. You to... fucking kidding me? Like no, really? No, no. Real, All right, lay it on me. Lay it on. Hundred percent. You know what? I've always had a problem with the whole the whole dynasty thing with Star Wars. Really? That was my. I loved the Skywalker. And that's why I loved the the expanded universe because they. Well, brought... Of course you would because it's all about the. Uh... No. It's not even about that. It's still centered on the dynasty. Is it? So everywhere you go, the Skywalkers and the Solos yes. have their thumb in everybody's pie. Exactly. But that's not the only pie there is. That's what I like. There's more okay, yeah. pies. That's true. When yeah. Luke rebuilt the fucking Jedi Order, it was him and 12 idiots. There was other Jedis. No. He, it, there, there was other Jedis that were hidden. He found like two of them. They were yeah. helping him. So he found people that were force trained. He found people that were, they used to be fucking, uh, uh... Uh, Darksiders, and they were they reformed, but they were just in hiding because they didn't know how to live their life. And uh, he found them. He brought them in. He found people that just had force powers, but they were they lived on like backwards ass planets where people didn't they had forgotten what the force was because they had been on this planet for so long. And this dude was just doing magical shit, and they didn't burn him because oh witchcraft burn him. I was gonna say I was like, and he lost two of his students to the dark side. One was killed by an ancient Sith fucking uh spirit and the other one succumbed to the same spirit and basically put luke in a coma like beat bested him in battle using the power that he got from the dark side spirit who'd been manifesting his power using weird sith sorcery and you know it was a stretch like, you're like well, it was man. a stretch but it's star wars it's it's space fantasy yeah so I, that is you, one thing i do have... you expect some fantasy in it you expect it Star people are like oh it's star wars is sci-fi no it's, it is space fantasy yeah these are still wizards in space. Motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> space wizards. They're doing mystical shit that other people are like, ah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it took the other fucking students banding together and coming as one and using the force to bring him back. And he still had to beat his student and bring him back to the light. Jesus. Not only a, not only a beat, but a conversion. Like, yeah. I mean... And then I like. What run was this? What run was this? That your um, uh, it wasn't the New Jedi Order. It is uh ah oh, fuck, I can't remember the actual book. But if you read I Jedi, you know if you find any of the old Star Wars books at like a 
at half price books or the flea market or whatever, and you open up the front, it will give you the rundown, the chronological order of how things go down. And that's what I loved about the EU is like, any book you picked up, it would tell you where you were in the whole saga. It would tell you where you were. It would tell you where the movies were in relation to the book you had in your hand. Oh, wow. This, 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 the comic books never did this. All the comic books yeah. I read, yeah, never did this. It was always like, um, well, like kind of like this Mandalorian story that we've got coming up. Like It was kind of like side adventures. A lot of these Star Wars books I read were like, this is the time that well, Darth Vader fought aliens. That's the funny you know thing what I'm saying? Like, like, even the side adventures. like the, a, lot of, a lot of the books are side adventures. A lot of the books have to do with like, uh, secondary or even tertiary characters. Well, like, they Darth might... Vader never fought aliens. You know what I'm saying? Like, that never happened in Star But I read, I, I read those comics because yeah, I Batman, wanted to see that. Batman never Batman fought Predator. No, but no, I, I have that book. book. I love that book. Yeah, I love that book, too. I'm going to do an episode all about that book. But I'm just um, saying, man, it was it was so good. But because... those are the, for an example, for the readers, they know where I'm coming from. You've read the novels. I read the far-fetched stuff where Vader's fucking yeah. force-choking a goddamn queen alien, but... Whatever. There you go. And, like, <laughs> and uh, that's that's just one of those things where you 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 get invested into it because it's not just like solo Skywalker, Millennium Falcon, solo, solo, solo Skywalker. It's like solo, uh, Skywalker, Antilles, Horn, fucking Mon Mothma, General fucking Dadana. Was Mothma in any books? Mon Mothma wasn't in the book. She was... Oh, wait, not Mon Mothma. Well, I'm sorry, I got mixed up. Not Mothma. What was the other one? What was that one from... Uh... The Force Awakens. What was that that bitch's name? The new fucking Han Solo. Uh, fuck, she's played by that pretty girl. What's that? She has. She's pretending to be old. Oh, oh, you're talking about fucking. Yeah, that bitch. Nas, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was she ever in any Absolutely books? Not. Okay, I thought she not. She is a new Disney creation. I can't stand that character. She's basically. So she's basically part of the the Force's female initiative, where they are they're replacing traditional characters with like female ones. So. She's the female Yoda, so she's older, she's wiser, she's more badass than Yoda. Doubtful. All these things are doubtful. <laughs> that's how they that's how they portray her. So she's supposed to already be a thousand years old. Yoda only lived up to like nine hundred and ninety something. He had a good run. I mean, he had come a great on. Run. But you saw Yoda spectacular was nine hundred and ninety <laughs> something. He's he's an old man. He's he people, walks yeah. around with his crane, his cane, whatever. <laughs> and his crane, he pets it. You see her? She's like running around, jumping and fucking shooting in the middle of a fucking firefight. I don't buy that for a Somehow, second. Somehow she's got the hollow camera following her around while she's doing all this ducking. I'm like, who's this cameraman? <laughs> like I've done skateboarding videos. I wish I had a fucking cameraman like that that could no just follow me around perfectly. That could hover. <laughs> and I'm like, if I had a cameraman like that, I would. Take pictures of him, cause how's he doing this? <laughs> <laughs> oh but my yeah, god! Yeah, man, it's crazy. And we're gonna we're gonna go back to the last Jedi. So we're we're gonna go back to Ray. And we're gonna go. Okay. You know, like I was saying, I don't pro- have a problem with her being a nobody from nowhere. Wow. But the fact that they they just explain away everything. She's she's literally she's literally a Mary Sue. I didn't know what a Mary Sue was until I watched The Force Awakens, and I was like. How is this this girl supposed to be she's just great at everything she does. She has no conflict. She has nothing to overcome. Yeah. She beats the villain in the first movie who apparently's been training for and this I'm like, for this battle, this confrontation to find somebody and then she's got nothing. And I'm like she eats inflatable bread? I know I'm I'm serious about this. And, and I don't understand how this, this is supposed to be like the force of female. This is supposed to like help girls get self-awareness and uh, feel good about themselves. And I'm like, that's not how life works. Life has conflict. 
life has something you need to overcome. You need to understand that you're not just going to be the best at everything because then you have these these self-entitled kids that are like when I, when my my kid was playing uh, soccer and they gave out little participation stickers to all the kids and I frowned. And they're like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "This doesn't teach them anything." And they're like, "Well, we don't really keep score of the points." I'm like, "Why play the game?" And I'm like, "Well, you know what? Fine. They're all like 4 or 5 years old, whatever." But you can still tell the kids that care are the ones that are good. The ones that know that they have to try harder. The ones that know how to how to dribble. They know how to shoot. They know how to pass. They're not just out there. The yeah, making, for the listeners, these are awesome faces. I'm making the freaked out face when your parents walk in and they catch you with your dick in your head. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you didn't even have one of those. You... Like, it's, it's, or imagine you walk in your kid's room and they built a robot. Out of like Pringles, and you're like, "How did you do this? And how <laughs> is it working?" <laughs> <laughs> but um, you're not teaching these kids anything. It's, it's just like, "Oh, she's," and they're, they're excuses you're, you're, for it. You're getting rewarded for being outside and playing. The excuses for it are like, "Oh, well, she was a young girl raised on a desert planet, and she had to learn how to fight." I'm like, "How? Who taught her how to fight? Who? She seems pretty good at it." From my I'm like, who taught her these things? Who was her? Who? Who? Are you telling me like this this big dude? Her little, her foreman is the one that taught her all these things somehow. Yeah, the quota portion, that fucking, that, like, you know that's Simon Pegg. Yeah, that, that's Simon Pegg. But I'm like, you don't see this relationship. At least with Luke, he had his Uncle Owen, Aunt Peru. He had someone yeah. to shelter him, teach him, yes. raise him. Yes. With, with, uh. He had to overcome with the Anakin. loss of them. With Anakin, he had, uh, what was his name? Quato, Quato, whatever, the little flying Toydarian Fucking blue flying dick nose, flying yeah, dick nose. Flying dick nose. Flying dick nose saw that Anakin had better than average reflexes and yeah. made him a pod fly racer. a pod racer. Yeah. Because he was a slave and he didn't have a choice. Also, he was the he, only human to do he it. Owned like, him. So he's like, You're gonna fly the pod racer. Yeah. Saw that he was good at it, made him keep going. So that kind of explains how he knew how to pilot things. Yeah. He you practiced get, at it for an origin. You have to set it up. Even if it's flimsy, you need to set it up. And then you need to start slamming fucking wood on it and beating the nails. Dude, seriously, like, that first movie's all, like, pod race and the Darth Maul fight scene at the end. That's all that movie is to me. Like, those two scenes, and then I'm good. Yeah, that's the problem. I'll take issues with that because it does show. And, you know, this is one of the things. That's how I know I'm an old-ass man because I, I see. I watch the movie now. You're also I, a father. <laughs> and I see the political intrigue. I see why the trade union is is rebelling against Republic because they're getting overtaxed. And, not, and now my angry... But do you give you give a fuck about that? You want that in your Star Wars? I do, really. <laughs> because now that I see it, now that I recognize it as an adult, now I, now I can appreciate it more. It's because he was getting taxed. He's like, I don't like this. It's Taxing like me for you, being rich. What is right, this? It's like when you watch an old Disney movie. Uh, let's say you watch Aladdin. As a kid, you was like, Woo, genie, Aladdin, blah 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 blah. Now watch it as an adult. And oh my see god! See how many adult jokes they sneak into there. Yeah. It's like it's... when I watched uh, The Cat in the Hat with my cousins. With Michael Myers. Yeah. Me and the murderer, my, Michael Myers. Me and my uncle are laughing at all the jokes. Yeah. The real jokes. Really? While the kids are laughing at all the funny things they see. Yeah. And that's one of those things where you, you have to... That's why I like to rewatch old movies as an adult now. Now I see that there's a second layer that I didn't recognize as a child. And I can appreciate good directors that can, that can like, put it in there. They just kind of sprinkle it in there for the adults. So, you know, you... It's bad enough you're, you're gonna have to go to this movie for your kids, so you might as well be entertained as well. Oh, okay. I, you know, I don't see, I don't, I don't, I feel like the movies that I get exposed to don't have enough of that, or maybe I was so jaded at at the time that the certain movies came out because I remember watching Cat in the Hat and not liking it, 
because also I read that book. I've been reading Dr. Seuss since I was a boy. Yeah. So it was like one of the things I was like, I couldn't get over the makeup effects. When I okay, also when I watch something, um, I'm looking at the cuts. I'm looking at every cut. I'm looking at every edit. Well, I'm looking at where the scene ends, where the scene begins. That's because you're cinematically trained. You know what to look for. It's you a, see exactly. a director. I'm, I'm counting the cuts. So that's... I can't watch military movies or helicopter any, anything with a helicopter in it. I will immediately start critiquing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because that's Terminator just... Genesis. Oh go my God. They get in the helicopter, all of a sudden the blades are turning. If you've ever flown a helicopter, it takes at least 10 minutes to get that shit going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what kind of helicopter you got. You got to do checks. You got to fucking check it. They fall off the roof somehow. They don't crash. Okay, fine. Movie magic. The engine's on fire. They don't pull. You know, there's a thing called a T-handle. That's how you put the fire out of an engine. The T-handle. It was blinking. You watch it again, you'll see like a little T-handle hanging up there, and it's blinking. That's, that means the engine's on fire. Oh, God. So they didn't pull it? They didn't pull it or anything. The engine's just magically was out of fire, and I'm like, ah, that's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And that cameraman again, this time he's holding a fire extinguisher. Magic cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, but no, seriously, man, fucking, rate, rate is unnecessary. Or actually, no, not unnecessary. They, they need, they should have wrote her better. My problem, okay, you, you're cool with her being a nothing from nowhere, but she should have, You, we should have at least saw where she picked up these skills. Well, they, they're not just, like, it's not natural talent. You could pick up skills, that's fine. But, yeah, but you where? Can be, you can have skills. Well, natural talent's what she's got. To me, it's natural well, talent. Natural it's talent. like the first time somebody picked up a bass, and they're fucking over there playing like fleet. You can show her she knows how to use a quarter staff. That's fine. That's something that you could give to anybody. Like, if you, you gave a stick to, to someone. Swing and, this stick, but don't hit yourself with this end. And that's perfectly possible. I could swing a stick without hitting myself. I've never been trained in it. I'm not going to say I'm like a fucking master. If someone who's actually training the core stuff went against me, I'd last three seconds rather than two. I doubt I could, yeah, I <laughs> doubt that I could go up against like somebody who does like one of those Kimbo sticks called yeah. or whatever. I doubt that I could go up against one of those, and I own a sword. So, I've, yeah. I've played baseball. I know more or less how to swing something. Like, I but, could block but I'm not going to know how to sweep. I'm not going to know how to fucking extend or fucking... I feel like I'll hold up to block and then I'll get my own blade hit into me and then Look, bam. There's, there's some things <laughs> you need to learn as a technique. So I'm just like, okay, fine. But then you're going to tell me that... Thank, thank you, Solo Movie, for even proving my point even more. Somebody, <laughs> somebody who's been with this machine for over 40 years, it doesn't matter how you've modified it. If I've owned a car for 40 years and somebody's put like a fucking mod in it, the first thing I would notice is the mod. I'd be like, what is this? Yeah, exactly. It, I don't care how tense the situation would be. If I sat down and I saw an extra switch to something and I'd be like, what the fuck is this? Why is this here? <laughs> That's the first thing I would do. And I bypassed the converter. And the fact that, you know, Han Solo's making the same face I was making. I was like, bitch, are you serious? Yeah, like, what? Like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> I... And the way they write her in there, she's basically a messiah. See, Luke wasn't a messiah. He was just a, a fucking farm boy that was getting dragged along. There's a little bit of that messiah stuff in that third one. And Yeah, in, 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 in Jedi. Jedi. That's fine. There's them heavy, I thought it was heavy messiah stuff. But in the New Hope, he was a... Yeah, he was a farm boy. You're right. 100% farm boy. He was a nobody from nowhere. Okay, but we get his story. But this chick's story isn't like that. That's, that's, that's my problem, is that they're trying to make it like that, but they're, they don't know how to build it right. No. So that's that's JJ's problem. You know problem. what? If you'd have given me, she's from another family. She didn't even have to be Hans Dollar. No. Or or Luke's daughter. She's another family, and that family is also badass. Give me another dynasty. So Give me we, another we family. No. I don't. I don't understand why we have to keep coming back to this. That's so we know 
that there are more than one family who's force sensitive in the fucking universe. There's more than one. So that's why I have zero problem. The force manifests as it will. It's just like fucking talent. Just because you come... Well, it's like natural talent. People so, that are born, people that can play the drums naturally, they never had a lesson in their life, or the piano. Never had a lesson in their life, they just sit down and just, bam. Like a savant, you know, almost. Let me put it this way. My family. Mi familia. They're, they're all good at mathematics. They're fucking phenomenal at it. I am good at words. It's like they don't take the time to build her up. They just, there's like, she's perfect. Keep watching. Like, I don't. I'm not invested to watch. The only reason I watch the, I, I, it's basically torture porn to me now. I go there to see how bad to it's going to be. How bad it's going to be. Oh, and it I, keeps getting worse. I can't every get into that, dude. Fucking time, like, and it's so bad to the point where, like, it, you're just like, Ugh, why? Like when those fucking big ass flying fortresses came on the screen, I, I damn near lost my shit because I'm like, what the fuck is that? What is that? Like, sir, why? Why is that? You know why? You know why I want to know why that is? Because they're so impractical. You, you might as well just have a fucking uh, Corvette in space. No, like seriously. Instead of having your whole fleet sh- hang out in the back, have one of your fucking Corvettes. You're, you're, and I, I, you know, I saw the little fucking Corvettes. I didn't know what they were. I was like, why isn't one of those just flying straight into it, just loaded with fucking bombs? Yes, yes, like. <laughs> Like, knock the shields down, fly into it, boom, gone. Yeah. But no, you have have this stupid action scene about these people I don't care about blowing themselves up, flying around, getting killed. God, that bothered me. Okay, now, we've gotten gotten into The Last Jedi now. Now, we're talking about that. We're General, what's her name? Uh, Vice Admiral. Vice Vice Admiral. Laura Dern. It's Laura Dern. Yeah. Laura Dern with purple hair. It's fucking Laura Dern. She decides to fucking do this. Like, I didn't need to watch a movie of a slow fucking chase. Well, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It makes no sense. It, they're, they're literally trying to take a um, uh, some. So they're taking too much from George Lucas's. Uh, so you know, Star Wars. He built it off of old World War Two movies. He built well. The yeah, he used like, dogfight aerial dogfight footage as his footage for. He's like, I want it to look like this, but in space. Yeah, that's fine. And then he just like the old serials, the old fucking Flash Gordon serials. I want it to be like Flash Gordon, but like this, you know. So, but the problem is, is they took the uh, the spaceships and they're using them like. Like battleships, like actual boats. Yes. On the high seas. And it's like you can't so go quick. Somehow we're we're not we don't space. have we've lost the three dimensions. We have the two dimensions. You can go forward and go back and go side to side. You can't go up. You can't go down. It's space. It's space. There's literally an infinite number of directions to travel. So the the only problem with it is so they're like, well, we have the hyperspace tracker. And my first question was, how many ships can you track at the same time? That's that's part. Seems one. like a logical question. That's part one. Part two. Is so you guys just left your main base. Like, keep in mind, none of these capital ships have been in any battles. Mm-hmm. So they've just been sitting in high orbit doing whatever the fuck while the fucking X Wings did the mission. X Wings came back to the mission. So you're telling me all of a sudden, all of your ships are running out of fuel at the same fucking time. All of them. All of them. <laughs> this is, sounds like a poorly planned mission. All, all of your ships. Of varying sizes, makes, and models are all low on fuel at the same time. So this makes zero sense. No, it does. It, you're, you're right. 100% There's right. No it does not make sense. No military in the world is going to let all of their ships run out of everything at the same time. I don't care how shitty your military is. If you have to sacrifice one of your ships, keep one, keep one at top, that's the first thing you're going to do. Exactly. You're going to be like, hey, we can only maintain three ships. All right, number four, scuttle it. Yeah. 
And you know the best part of scuttling things in in orbit is that they just sit there until they all they get is solar solar radiation damage. You can keep on keep like enough systems on to keep like the fucking particle shields, whatever. I don't know how that works. You keep the solar radiation from degrading the ship. Okay. Part that's done. Part two. You have these slow, ridiculous ass fucking whatever the fuck they are <laughs> coming in as far as possible. So we know from the Force Awakens that you can plot a hyperspace jump damn near on top of an object. So yeah. why not have them jump in, ha- have Poe fly in and relay coordinates back to them so all they have to do is jump into the fucking system and drop their load. And drop their load. So you you lose like your whole stupid bomber fleet. Mm, that sucks. All right, but you, you fucking... You find out that they can follow your ships through hyperspace. And then you immediately find out that you can have ships leave your main capital ship and they won't detect them. They'll be gone. Just gone. Poe and what's her face? Rose. Yeah. Uh she had a lot of shit. She got a lot of shit. I'm sorry. She she doesn't she doesn't seem like a bad actress, but they gave her a shitty character. And they really like and gave her hell for being a shitty character. She didn't write. I, I don't I don't approve <laughs> I don't approve of attacking actors. I don't either. For the uh the shit that they play, you're gonna attack them for the shit that they say. So if somebody says something stupid, very true. I agree. Because they're like, all right, I believe blah blah. Go ahead, stop. But if somebody's like, hey, you played a shitty character and I hate you, you know, I'm like, that you gotta hate the character. <laughs> like, don't come after them. Like people, yeah. they didn't write that character. So you're just like, all right, fucking. What you need to do is um, you take that whole Canto bite scene and you throw it in the garbage. Unnecessary. What you need to do is you need to yeah, Mary fuck P- all that. I'm sorry, if Mary Poppins in space, she don't come back. She goes out the fucking window, she's dead. Goodbye. God damn it, <laughs> dude, I fucking couldn't, but what is that shit? What is this, I'm gonna force float back? No! Yeah. No! That's the shit that pissed me off the most, is like, at the, at the point... I thought if they killed her like that, I was like, wow, that's, because she died. That was, she yeah. was like, it was like... That's the shit that pissed me off. I was like, you know, you could have just wrote that whole part out. Mary Poppins in space. Poppins I was picturing that cat from, uh... Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. He looked like Mary Poppins. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> so he's like, dude. Um, no. And I'm just like, you set up these, you set up these characters. You like that one bitch in the A-wing. I don't even know what her name is, but she popped up in like four different scenes in the beginning. Um. Yeah. I don't, I, her exactly. Name... Nobody knows what her name is. <laughs> I was going. I was going. I, I was like, her uh... face because she showed up before the bombers did. So yes. you see her face, yes. and you're like, bombers ready? And you're like, eh? And then you see her again flying with Poe, like, oh, the shields, yeah. the bridge. And you see her in the in the hangar, setting up her, her A-wing like she's going to go out there and kick some ass, and you see her blow the fuck up. Why is that necessary? really wasn't. Nope. Stupid as fuck. Yeah. I'm sorry, but again, another tactic. If you come out of hyperspace for some reason, you know, you're flying along, you're going to have a combat air patrol. Somebody's going to be outside the ship flying around doing escorts. We saw this. In Empire. Yes. Because they're fucking... They're, you saw the Rebel fleet. And then you saw the little ships around You saw around the them. fucking X-Wings and Y-Wings doing a combat air patrol. Exactly. Because you don't know it's hyperspace. Motherfucker can just pop out of space. Yes. Anywhere. Holy shit. What are you doing here? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's believable. Like, there, we did see that in Empire. But... So we saw... Why did that stop? Because... 
terrible writing. <laughs> okay, I know why that's not, but why, why, like, as a, as the First Republic, like, why wouldn't you maintain that? Like, why would Especially wouldn't... if you're called the Resistance. Mm, yeah. If you're the Resistance, then you are, ha- you are on edge. You have you, to be ready for attack at all points. You are not a legal organization. Nope. That means you need to be extra aware, you need to be extra vigilant. They're like the secret Avengers. You need to be out there. Keep, yeah. You need to be, if you see a shadow, you need to put your gun on that shadow and be like, what the fuck's that? Yeah. And then get your flashlight out. I feel like there wasn't enough of... There's no... Uh, like, there wasn't enough imminent danger to them. It's like they seemed content... To just plot along. Yes! And it's like... Like, they're... I would be freaking the fuck out. I'd be like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. I would like, scatter the fleet. That would have been the first thing I did. I'm like, you know what? They can't hit all of us if we all fucking take off. You know, you scatter the fleet, you know, not... And if, you, if you're like, alright, we're, we're tracking the main battleship. How many times... Can you do micro jumps? So, I hate having to come back to this again. So, in the EU, it's explained that at hyperspace... I promise you, this will be the only time we discuss this. At, in hyperspace, it's basically, like, when you're in real space, your engines gulp fuel. But at hyperspace, it sips it. Yeah, so apparently can, that's what it is. That's what I, that's my understanding of it, too. hyperspace jumps, and it'll cost you less fuel than just plodding along. In real space, like a bunch of dumbasses. So I don't care how much, like they're following us. All right, make them work for it. We're gonna do jump, 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 jump. We're gonna keep jumping. I would have loved to have seen that. I would have jumped us to Alderaan and flown us through the fucking asteroid field. I would have jumped us to fucking the Hobus system that just got blown the fuck up. Guess what? There's debris everywhere. I don't care how you're gonna find me. Guess what? I'm gonna go into that asteroid field and I'm gonna make you look for me. Nice. Yeah, make them. Yeah, you're right. Make them work for it. There was no making them work for it. It's like they're oh. they're right behind us. They're outside of our effective firing range. Yes, we know the turbo lasers somehow only work at fucking. I can see you. You can see me. Distance. Even though lasers, when you shoot a laser, it doesn't stop. It keeps fucking going. So I'm like, and this, <laughs> and this just points out the glaring frailties and like, why doesn't Star Wars use rail guns? Why does Star Wars use more missiles? Yeah. Ugh. Like, okay, then can we launch a ship at it? Like a smaller ship? I mean, can we do anything? To, and, and, we're, and then that's when we're getting the conundrum of like, oh, hyperspace is a weapon. I'm like, so what you're telling me is... You could have done this. If we launched a fucking vessel, what would happen if you launched a big enough ship at a planet? What it would, would it do to that planet? So you're telling me the whole Star Wars saga could have just been ended. If you just started hyperspace and the fuck out of planets. Dude. Oh, Starkiller Base! Hyperspace. Oh, it's on fire! <laughs> Dude, that that would be a rowdy. I would watch that movie. There's just fucking ships going through planets. I would watch the fuck out of that. And like, and this just brings us back to the point of like, why aren't we still using droid fighters? Why aren't we still using droid anything? Oh, droid. why the fuck do we have men in these ships? Like, you know what? And it's fine. Men in ships, they, men, people can make decisions that computers. But I'm saying for a self-sacrificing mission. Yes. You know, for a self when you know the outcome's going to be bad, then you can definitely send a droid. So, in that, and that's why fucking Admiral Purple Harris fucking self-sacrifice was totally undeserved and unwanted. She could have fucking got the droid to do it! It's yeah, like, you need to get the droid to do it. You just point the ship at it, you set a countdown for it. By the oh time my god, you're right. By the time they realize right. what the fuck's going Computer. on. Computer! <laughs> you turn the ship about, you're like, what are you doing? And I like how she waited till damn near everybody was dead to be like, my heart. I'm like, oh my fucking god. After the first ship got shot by them, you know what you do with your big ass shielded ship? You fucking get in the way. Yes. The shots. Yes. And again, my question was, if they started out outside of the effective range, I don't care if you had shields or not. They're outside of their effective range for shields. If you're trying to shoot a giant fucking cannon at a small thing, why would you be in close formation? I don't no, you would have to be. 
uh, further away for better aim. Like you gotta be further away for better aim, but yeah, you're shooting at a pinpoint at this point. Ooh. But they're. But you're using a giant cannon. But you're using a giant cannon. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. However, these guys are still flying straight and true, close formation. After the first ship got hit, the first thing you do is take evasive fucking maneuvers. Makes sense. Yeah. Space out. Literally. Like, literally. Like, I just learned this when the fucking Flying Fortresses got One got hit by a TIE Fighter. All of a sudden, three of them just died. Too fucking close. Space too fucking fuck close. <laughs> like, if I look out my window and I can see your face through your window, you're too fucking close. Get the fuck <laughs> space. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> That's true, man. Like, Nobody ever fucking thinks about that. That's like, I'm riding around in the million dollar fucking death traps called helicopters. The only time we get that close to somebody is if we're doing like formation flying across country. Oh wow! So there's like, no really not something would happen on a regular basis. No, and like that's only if the pilots want to. Most of the time we're like, hey, we're gonna do like ten dip, ten helicopter dips. So that's fifty feet times ten to the next helicopter. That sounds like even still kind of still close. Still kind of close. Yeah, <laughs> but not really. Like I was thinking about it, I was like, it's that's close so enough where if something happens, it gives you. It gives you or them enough time to get the fuck out of the way. Think if both of them were houses and one of them houses on fire. That house is on fire and it's only 50 feet or no, whatever. No. 50 times 10. Oh, okay, okay. I was like 50, like I was figuring like 50 feet away in the air. I'm like, so, that's not very far. Usually we're, we're only about 70 feet uh, from the next helicopter. Okay, okay. That's, that's the closest we usually come. Okay. Like, unless we're doing some weird swoopy shit that we practice and we re- we rarely ever do that. But that's, <laughs> that's just one of, that's one of my points again is that... I remember when Hollywood would actually take the time to learn how to do it right. And now they're just depending on people to show the fuck up and give them money without actually... And they're just like, look at this... And it's always... It's the same thing. And this brings us back to video games. It's all about the special effects. It's not about the substance. It's not about the story anymore. It's about like, look at the... Look Spectacle. At the, look at the explosions. But yeah. like, well, why did that explode? Yeah. Well, could it have been prevented? <laughs> It's like when you see something crash into something else and it just explodes for no reason. Like, why did that explode? The old family guy, like, thing of the, ho- the horse and a card exploding, you know? It's like, why? What? Why, why did that explode? Why did that explode? That's not what happened. <laughs> it's like that. And it was separate, too. The cart exploded and then the horse. It was like, why? Did, what, yeah. Why? So it's just like, it, 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 it makes me sad because this is basically like a dark age in film. And dark age and media. He's getting really serious, it's folks. A dark, it's a dark age in media in general. Where and how so? Like, uh, the fact that it's like... Um, where anybody who tries to innovate is immediately... Shut down. They're not shut down. They're bought out and then they're shut down. Mm. So, so the, so, so basically we're, we're at... Uh, there's, there's, so, Hollywood, you have six studios total. Six studios that control everything. God, it's scary because video that games, monopoly is getting more and more so real. In, in the video game world, you have, like, you have Nintendo... You have Sony, you have EA, you have Ubisoft. Uh, Microsoft, right? Microsoft. Yeah. You have, um, and then you have like, those are, those are your main heavy hitters. Those I, are the, the main direct publish, publishers. So uh, if you're not one of them, what are you, PC games? So so PC games is easier to be an independent studio because you really? can get your shit up and get it out there. If you want to do consoles, it's harder. So you got CD Projekt Red, they make the Witcher series. You used to have Bungie. You used to have Pandemic. You used to have Bioware. You used to have all these other... Guess what? They all belong to EA now. They bought them out? EA bought them. So EA bought the the holding company that owned Bioware and Pandemic. So they basically acquired them 
from that this, this this company that they were like they was lending them the money to produce. So this gave EA more money. No, so this gave the, the studios more money to make products. But unfortunately, EA they they pitched to the shareholders are like we're gonna sell sixty million copies of this in the first six weeks. Or I'm sorry, they're gonna sell five million copies in the first six weeks. And you know back back when EA was actually making good products, people were like, yeah, I'm gonna buy a fucking Madden. Yeah, I'm gonna buy a fucking this. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna buy that. But then people start to realize we don't need a new Madden every year because nothing changes. At most, we need like an update. That's all you need is an update. Mm. Well, I mean, that wasn't that a thing though. When games didn't games eventually switch over from up uh, from buying new games to just updating your other game? Like you can buy a game and then update it. So you can do that. Certain certain um <laughs> certain studios still do that. So you have um, Ubisoft is like the worst one with this. So what they do, this is the only way they can keep up, and it's a shame. So in order to stay in the game, is that they push their games out before they're they're they push them out before they're finished. Well, so you sucks. still have bugs, you still have shit missing, but then they make up for it by giving you content and doing updates for free. Okay. So if you stick with the game two years down the road, the game will be perfect. Unfortunately, if you buy the game from the get go, like I did, I bought the Division, and I hated, I hated that game, but I played it because my friends played it, and like they were like. Like, why you play this game? I was like, because it's the only way I can play with people. Because it's the game. Like, I can't stand Destiny. It's a fucking cash grab. That's all it is. It's like, hey, go here, shoot this. All right, leave. Here's his money. Now come Cause... back to where you just were and shoot it again. Uh. And do that for hours on end. I'm like, I didn't. I'm, I'm I didn't, good with that. That's I didn't not... like this when I played Borderlands. Like this part of the the whole grindy shit. Like I hated. Like, hey, we gotta keep. We gotta get this super weapon. So we have to keep killing this fucking boss over and over again, hoping that he'll drop it. You're just hoping he drops it. There's no, like, method to get him to drop it. You're just hoping. You just kill him. You just have to keep killing him. And then Jesus. The way that the fucking algorithm works is, like, every so-and-so deaths, he drops the fucking special shit. Great. And so the problem with, like, games like Destiny and shit like that is, like, everybody else is doing the same thing. So if you aren't there for that one time he drops it, you missed out. You're not there. And even if you are there, whoever grabs it first, they get it. You don't get it. I've been, I've been in fucking fights where, like, we'll pick up weapons. And we discuss what we get, and they're like, oh, I got this. I'm like, I didn't get that. What the fuck? And the Division did that shit, too. But and the funny thing was, in the Division, you'd only have, like, so many, so much time to, like, trade. You could give it to somebody else. Oh, okay. Like, you'd have, like, a time limit. Like, uh, like in that, what is it, that Black Ops game, if you get a weapon, you can give it to somebody else. Yeah. You'd be yeah. like, hey, I got this weapon. Yeah. Or I got this, this set of gloves. Are you looking for this set? Yeah. You're trying to make a set, so you give, you, basically, it's like uh, Dragon Age, where you fucking, if you get a whole armor set, it gives you bonuses and boosts and fucking... Oh, right on, right on. So, and basically, oh, you got the gloves, you got the backpack, you got the jacket, you got the boots. I, I used to play, uh, what do you call it, what's that one called? Skyrim. I used to play that one uh, a little bit, and that one, that one kind of introduced me to that, but I, it'd always be like, do you want to join this gang? It's like, mm, I guess. And, like, you gotta go up and do this quest if you want to join this gang. All right, and then I get lost on a quest, and I'm like, you know what, maybe I don't want to join this gang anymore. You know, games like that, I, don't, <laughs> I, I used to love them a lot, but I don't have the time to play them like that anymore. I'm just not, I mean, time is the main constraint. Right. I feel like I should be editing something. Or... Two days ago, I was sitting there in my fucking living room, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to play Dragon Age. And I started the fucking the City Elf quest, and I got through the first part of it in like an hour. I think I was a cat person, or a lizard person. I was both, actually. And that was fine. I was like, all right, all right cool. And then I realized I don't have the time to complete the rest of the game. Yeah. Because it's going to take at least 20 hours without Like doing real hours. Like actual hours. Any fucking side quest. 20 hours of my uninterrupted time. Yeah, not like I can leave the game. Now, what's that game where like if you're a farmer or whatever and then you leave and come back and your crops have been growing while you're away? Yeah. 
Animal Farm? Something like that. Something like chip shit like that. Well, I, I'm, the concept is what I'm talking to, not yeah. the game itself. But it's like where it's it, it activates while you're not there. Like yeah, it, that's fine. And like that's one of those. Weird like nope, <laughs> you got to come back. Give us 19 more hours. It's but, like um, shit. Ask what was the EA game that made you fucking convinced that this shit was fucked? Mass Effect Andromeda. Mass and Mass Effect Andromeda. Andromeda. Uh, what's that? It's um. So I've loved the Mass Effect series over games. It was. It's like a basically a space opera. Although they're supposed to be. It takes place sometime around the second Mass Effect game. And, you know, you got all these, it's a bunch of people decide to go to another galaxy. Actually, yeah, they go to another galaxy. Not, not really sure how they get there. Not sure, even sure, like, why they went there. Like, some nonsense. They didn't flesh it out enough. They tried to, it's, it's basically the whole thing that we're getting nowadays with films, where they take bits and pieces of the original, and they use that to try to make their own version of that recipe. And... Mm. More often than not, it tastes bad. Original recipe all the way. <laughs> and so, um, so then you get uh, the gameplay. The gameplay, the combat was pretty good. I didn't mind the combat. The only thing I didn't like is I didn't have a dedicated button that let me get in and out of cover. It was like automatic cover. You just get up to a structure and hope that you your character would duck. No. That doesn't happen in real life there's, there's when you're times, walking with somebody. I'd be in the middle of a firefight and there'd be like a, a waist-high wall and I'd go up to it and my character would just stand there. I'm like, get down! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does it. Lean forward something, Jesus. And um, the level-up system was terrible. The uh, the companion system was garbage. The fucking, the, the animation, the, the facial animation, I don't... It was terrible. It was just bad. <laughs> You'd be like blank doll face, like, my face is tired. I'm so mad right now. I'm like, Ugh. Like, there's an animation where this one character went to go shoot her pistol, and it was backwards. The fuck? The, the gunshot came out of the hammer, and the fucking the barrel was pointed at her head. She shot whatever it was, and that, that became a big old meme on the internet. That was funny. Wow! I know. Um, it sounds like a major glitch. It would have been awesome if she just shot herself in the head. And that was like, ah, oh, your character doesn't know how to use a gun. Just the, way, <laughs> the, the way the story panned out, they, they were so, it was another one of those, like, they're so quick to just make your character the hero, but they didn't say, they didn't do a full job of, like, why? Hmm. They're like, you just went around telling people, like, oh, sorry, it starts out with your dad's the Pathfinder. So he's the one that's leading this expedition. And then you go to the, your first little planet, and it's not the way it's supposed to be. Your big spaceship, your big space yacht, crashes into some weird energy cloud, which I don't even understand. Because <laughs> which I don't even understand. If it if it's a cloud, how can you crash into so it? They're, they're, so they show the picture there. You're flying towards the planet. And you're like, this planet doesn't look right. And all of a sudden, Rah! we crash into this big thing, and it goes to the outside view, and there's this big cloud of energy <laughs> that you could have easily seen. Went into it. You didn't go left, right, up, down, space. Space. Again, <laughs> any any fucking direction. <laughs> it wasn't like it just manifested or some shit. That's it wasn't like Tomb Raider where you like you were flying or fucking sailing and the storm just appeared. Yeah, and then you're like, well, fuck, I'm sense. caught in a storm. Like you're like, oh, space. Okay. You kind of can see it from a distance because you're going towards it because there's nothing else I mean, in they, space. They could have Star Trek it like, hey, we're picking up like weird readings, and then you see the energy start manifesting. Oh yeah, hit the fuck out of your ship like, oh shit. Yeah, we need to get the fuck out of here that before it makes sense. Not it was just there already, and you flew into it like an idiot. You basically Titanic yourself. Anyway, ah, uh, that's fine. Your dad and you go down to the planet. Your dad goes down first in a separate show. You go down the show with some weird, annoying motherfucker. 
I'm what is fucking after Earth stop? He's like burp, 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 basically, yeah. <laughs> he's like older Jaden Smith. He just says, oh no. He says dumb shit. His hair is stupid. And uh, he fucking dresses like Batman at weddings. And uh <laughs> your ship is struck by lightning, it cracks in half, you fall out of the sky, your jump pack activates at the last second, you crash to the ground, your fucking helmet's cracked, you use your magic fucking uh space engineering to seal the crack in it. Keep this in mind. You meet up with your dad, you fight off the baddies, you activate the fucking terraforming platform, there's a wave of gas smacks you and your dad out the fucking thing, you fall off a cliff again, you crack your helmet again. And instead of trying to fix it, your dad takes his helmet off and puts it on your head. And it's not like, and the atmosphere is like, uh, it's not, it's it's toxic to humans over time. So you, so can, you have a duration so of time you're, before you're... You're slowly choking to death, but you have enough oxygen for you just like... <gasps> so oh, so you, you can just suffer. <laughs> you could, so shared breathing. You could, you guys could be trading helmets until somebody shows up. Yeah. Or, again... One of you could just kill themselves and painfully. you're having a flashback to when you fix your own fucking helmet with your magic shit. And yeah, why can't you do that shit again? Would they lose their can or... No, it's in your wrist. It's your Omni tool. Oh, well then fuck. What the fuck? It's, it's called the Omni tool because it's, it's literally used for everything. It's your wand from Harry Potter. You just wave it at whatever the fuck you want and it fixes it. It's all right. We gotta scan this Omni tool. We gotta fix this Omni tool. I gotta stab that guy. Omni tool turns into a knife and you stab him in the fucking nice. <laughs> okay, so it's practical. It's it's everybody wants one. I've... Basically, your fucking Swiss Army knife on your arm in space. <laughs> nice. Uh. Like give it, give it another twenty years, folks, and that's what your cell phone's going to turn into. I've always predicted. I'm being mugged. Stab. <laughs> and then the okay, the so uh, sword so just evolves from there, and it's just so disjointed, and everybody's just like, you just you start strutting around, and, like I'm the Pathfinder now, and you're like, because you got your dad's helmet. <laughs> yeah, but like the, fun, the weird shit is, is, your dad had a second command. She was trained to take over in case something happened. So what's this birthright shit? And she just like was like, well. Guess you're the Pathfinder now. I'm like, that's not how that works. No, that would be uh, like, she off. would step up and be like, give me that fucking helmet. I don't I mean, know. Guess everywhere else you go, like, there's been, um, so there's, you're not, your ship's not the only one that's had losses. So everywhere else you go, there's been losses. So there's been people that were, that had to take over as the succession dropped. So you had like the, uh, what was it? I think the, the transportation director is now running the whole show because everybody else above him is dead. <laughs> so now he's in charge. He's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that sucks. So, like, I'm looking at this aspect. Wait, so you thought of it there, but when it comes to my character. No, yeah. They, and, like, when you you hear your character. You inherit a position. And it's it's a it's a funny joke throughout the whole Mass Effect series is that the uh, the female voice actor has always been better than the male one. So a lot of people pick Fem Shep, they call her. Feminist mm. Shepherd from the original series. So now your new character is called Ryder. So, you know, I picked the girl Ryder. Uh, they purposefully made her uglier. So I looked at pictures. They, they usually model the characters off the actor, or or, or off another another model. Oh, so this girl was really grotesque. No, no. So the girl in real life was very beautiful. Oh wow! And they uglied her up on purpose. Oh. <laughs> they took her nose. They made it bulbous and upturned. Like you can stick like your fucking thumbs up her nostrils. Jesus. They made her face all ruddy. And like, and this is just like the base character. I didn't make my own, but even even so, you couldn't give. Like, I went through the character processor, again, to, like, make a character. There was a certain... You couldn't make your character look good-looking. They had to be, like, like basically below average. Like, look... And I know it sounds bad, people, but let's be real. 
Yeah, like, it's, if you're going to be looking at it some for the whole people, time you're playing a game... Some people... You want are, it to at least be appeasing to your eyes. Some people are hideous fucking chuds. And that's nothing against them. They just drew the bad... You're talking to one right now, sir. They just they drew the bad luck straw on their fucking thing. And I don't care if you're fucking ugly. If you're ugly, and you know you're ugly, just don't be a dick about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, awesome. I love that. Like, I know some ugly people that just, like, have a chip on their shoulder. I'm like, well, fuck you, motherfucker. I'm, I'm like, you fucking ugly bitch. No, so you're ugly and you're a cunt. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so, it's a deadly combination. See, I'm ugly, but I'm not so much of a cunt anymore. So it's just like, why? Why? And, like, and it's, why? it's not even just that Spock. one. So there's, there's a there's a race called the Asari. They, they're all, uh, I'll say female. They're all female race. Ooh. But they're really asexual. They just appear female. They have breasts and whatever. There's no males. They're all asexual. So they breed by interacting with other species. So their goal is to look as appealing as possible to other species. So this is your standard sci-fi template where every species was kind of created by uh, by a progenitor. So a cedar. So. Uh, they have the common thing like the humanoid where it's yeah, like so you walk upright, they have, you know, four so limbs. Your main races are all humanoid. They all, you know, four limbs, yeah. tits, ass, you know, yeah. somewhere between five to seven feet tall. You have your other races. You have your jelly people. You have your fucking big elephants. You have your little fucking fat dwarves that live in space, high pressurized spacesuits. Uh, you have your fucking roach people. You have your lizard men. As you do. As you do in real life. There's the a... thing is, like, if you play the old games... Like, the Asari, they come in different flavors. They, they all... Flavors! I'll say flavors, because they're, they're, <laughs> they're generally blue. And you didn't they, misspeak. You intended to say flavors. the more pure Asari they are, the more blue they are. But oh, the, wow. But the ones that... Uh, so, if you're if you're pure Asari, you're, you're actually looked down upon. Because Why? the whole point of the Asari is that they want to... To mix with other races. Yeah, they, they, the, they've been genetically engineered... To take in as many traits from as many species as they can. What kind to, of shit is this? Like ragging make, on you for being to make, yourself. To <laughs> make their species stronger as a whole. So if you're just... It's basically incest to them. So if, if you all you do is you get with... If your parents just get with other Asari. Because they don't uh, they don't really have sex... Uh, the traditional way, isn't it? So they can have... They have sexual organs. But like... Not in like... So they have fallopian tubes and like uterus. Oh, you're turning me on. Like, yeah. But... <laughs> they're, they're really, they got butts. No. The real way that they they uh, procreate is that they they match their nervous system to yours, yeah. and you basically become one being uh. for while while you climax together. And they they pull your genetic uh, information from your system, and that's they put it into themselves, and that's how they procreate. And that's also how their color changes. So if they're mixed with something, you, they can be purple, light blue, fucking. Like, all sorts of... All through the spectrum. But usually around the blue spectrum. The, okay. So... Oh, so in that, in that range of shades. Blue. So that's shade area. That's okay. where they generally okay. range. And Andromeda, they're all blue. Um, they're all uglied up on purpose. The same bulbous nose. Jesus. Uh, and a lot of them are just annoying. When they open their mouths, you just... You... If you saw these people and they talk to you, and they're like, hey, you wanna... You wanna you try to fuck, you'd be like, no. You nasty fucking spiteful asshole. Like your your main com- your sorry companion is a uh, a loner who goes out of her way to just fuck things over, and who she's so uh, I, she's basically um like an abuse victim. Like, 
Like that's the only that's the only thing I can correlate her to. Like she she was in a, an abusive relationship, and so she's taken the dial and she's dialed it all the way to the other side. That she just doesn't want to get close to anybody ever again. Oh, so she's like fending people off. Like fucking fuck you. How are you doing? Fuck you. She's like, and you know, the only way you, you you have to basically work your way into her her life and like deal with her issues without ever making her acknowledge them. And I'm like, that's not healthy. No, that's in real life. No, like, that is a hundred percent bad. So you can. There's nothing wrong with being there for somebody, but you need to be there a hundred percent. You need to tell them. They need to understand why you're. What's wrong? Yeah, they need to understand that you're there for a reason. And that's that's another problem. Like, like I see in that, and it's just like, and the way that they built this game, is just is. I, I feel like a conspiracy theorist. Like it's like it's. I, I see, the the fingers, and I see. The same nonsense that I don't like just repeating itself. And I don't want it to be like that. I want to be like, you know what? Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe it's not really there, but it's really there. <laughs> it's like, when other people are cooperating like, your story like that, no, no. Some, like, people are just going into the things that are traditionally, like, you'd say they're traditionally male, but, like, you know, like, the gaming community has been pretty open. Like, there's some, there's assholes, duh. There's always assholes. No matter, like, there's sports assholes, there's gaming assholes. It doesn't matter where you are. I'm sure there's like, chess assholes. But in the in the real, you know, I'll, I'll bring it back, in the real geek culture, the real culture, like, where you play D&D with your friends and you fucking yeah, yeah. You play your Yu-Gi-Oh, whatever, you talk fucking comic books, you talk stories, where you get into, into a, you get so involved in that world that you can only communicate with other people in that world and you communicate effectively with them. Yes. If they have the knowledge, you accept them. It doesn't matter if they're a girl. It doesn't matter if they're black or Mexican or white. Yeah. For the listener, you're listening to a Mexican man and a black man talking to you about we, video games. We didn't care if you were gay. Yeah, it didn't we matter. Didn't care, like, can you game? Can you fucking game? Do you, like, can you game? Yeah. Do you know? Do you actually have knowledge about what you're talking about? Do you know these characters? Do you know like, what they can do? What do yeah. you bring to the table? Are you just are you, like are you just some fucking fakey? Yeah. Fakey fanboy that says they know something, but even if you are fake, are you willing to learn? Right? Yeah, because there's a big difference there. People Rather that just fucking, like this shit, but like, don't get do you really their hands not know dirty. anything, or do you want to pretend you know something? Yes, that's that. And that gets found out too real quick, though. You know somebody's bullshitting. Like when you're going on about games or novels, like I, I just uh, make it very clear. It's like I know what I know. Yeah. But like I'll never put up a front and say, "Oh, that game. I remember playing that game. This happened." It's like no. I watched your review. They talked about this game. That's how I know about that. Like, I've had to tell my friends multiple times, like, I've never played a fucking Morrowind game. Skyrim. I've never played any of them. I don't know. When you guys talk about it, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. The only thing I know about it is from what you guys have told me. That's my whole entire knowledge of that game. Yeah, that's more or less my gaming knowledge. And now. they're Just... like, well, when are you going to? I'm like, and I'm never going to play them because that's not my cup of tea. That's fine. You guys enjoy it. That's your cup of tea. Enjoy away. I like... You like Earl Grey, I like Sleepy Time. Whatever. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> but like now, like I said before, they're trying to water they're trying to water it down so much where you see uh, uh, the the best example is like Think Geek, Geek and Sundry. Like they're trying to make it mainstream. They're trying to be like, hey, I'm a geek. Yo, I'm a nerd. I'm like, you're a fucking poser. <laughs> yeah, it's it's if you're if you're socially inept. What was that thing? It's like if you're if you're knowledgeable about something um, and obsessed with it, then uh, what is it that makes you a geek? But if you're socially inept, that makes you a nerd or something like that. Something along those lines Somewhere, where yeah. you either know something and you're obsessed with it, and that's what separates you is that obsession, that that passion. You know, it's just so sad because anybody that if you try to defend it. 
And they're like, hey, you guys really know what you're talking about. They're like, oh, what? You're just a... They just start calling you names. And it was like, you know... And it, the funniest thing is, like, it doesn't affect... The, your knowledge of it, or, it like... No, it doesn't affect me because I've been called names all my fucking life. <laughs> yeah. Like, by experts. Like, dude, I'm a black guy that used to skateboard and listen to rock music. I've been called names <laughs> from the get-go. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so, yeah, so... Like, so, nowadays... Well, both of us growing up in San Antonio, that's one of those things we've both been called a lot of names. It's like, just because... That's when I remember when, like, I started seeing, like, black dudes wearing um, Misfits t-shirts and Misfits gear, and I'm like... And I'd ask them a question. Like, I, I you know, I'm not... I'd be like, like, do you really listen to... No, it's like... And, I, and me, I barely have... I have barely any knowledge about the Misfits, so that's why I don't wear any of their merchandise. But no, I have, but see, you know I have man, enough you know, knowledge to ask them a question about it. And yeah. And they're just like, like, hey, man, what's your favorite album? And they'll be like, what do you mean? The Misfits. Yeah, what's your favorite album? Oh, my God, they can't name an album? And they're like... And they're that's like, a poser, they're dude. like, what do you mean? I'm like, where'd you get this shirt from? Yeah. And they'll just name, like, oh, well, back in the day, they used to name, like, Hot Topic. Yeah, that's the go-to. And I'm like, why'd you buy these shoes? I'm like, oh, I bought these shoes because they go with my pants. I'm like, hmm. That's not. Mm. Okay, whatever. And I'll just walk away. I'm like, whatever. None of my business. Yeah, that's my exact word. Like, okay, whatever, yeah. Or, like, I can see people like, yo, man, I'll be skateboarding. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> You drove to the skateboarding park. Like, my. <laughs> why, did you, why did you. My oh, my eye-opening. You live down well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of two friends getting together after about a decade of not seeing each other. It's crazy uh, how fast time fucking flies by. Because now we are wrapping up the show, I want to let you know, if you like what you hear, you can totally send me a, you know, a email with a bunch of dirty pictures of you. I'm, I'm down for that. Uh, no, look, if you want to write into the show, the email for the show is adrianlozanoshow at gmail.com. If you want to check out my Instagram, my Instagram handle is adrianlozanoshow with the at symbol in front of it. And uh, all one word. And last but not least, actually it's kind of the most important thing to me. If you would like to support the show... You can go uh, to patreon.com slash Adrian Marcus Lozano, A-D-R-I-A-N-M-A-R-K-U-S-L-O-Z-A-N-O. That's the way you spell this show. So that's um, that would be very much appreciated. Anything you could spare uh, would help me keep the lights on here at the studio. And also, a big thank you to everybody that's uh, been listening and continuing to listen. Um, thank you to C.W. O'Reilly for the theme, the wonderful theme you get every episode. I appreciate the hell out of everything everybody does to contribute to the show. You guys fucking rock. Even if you're just listening, that still contributes. So, have a great rest of whatever the hell it was you were doing, and I will catch you in the next episode. Oh yeah, quick thing, the next episode we'll have the Shaft's trailer review, and, um... The uh, Child's Play remake review and also the Pet Cemetery 2 review. I'm going to get on those. I um, You just can't pass up an opportunity to hang out with a friend. You know, sometimes uh, things can wait. And uh, sometimes they can't. So you got to set your priorities right, people. Just like, uh, remember, new episodes of the Adrian Lozano Show every Wednesday. Later. We need to close shop. We need to fucking... Oh, shit. I got to go. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no.